get so nervous when I start. Yeah, because you always say, do you know why now? Because Smithy's got into you about you saying what, this though? more. I'm going to say welcome to the sport project. Say yeah. it properly while no one else is here except Carlo and I. <laughs> like I took a run up to the microphone to do that. You know when you just slowly I just see you like that. You're doing that in your head. You was rocking you know, no in your head. no one can see you right now. I know, yeah. I was just thinking that. Rocking on your head like <laughs> So that's right. You've only got two voices here in the studio today because, uh, well, one's gone on a baby moon. What is that even a thing? Uh, it is a thing a now. A baby moon. It's a thing now. Well, I didn't have a baby moon. Well... Well, probably I didn't have a relationship, to be totally honest. That's probably why. That's me just then. I just went, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> Baby moon. I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, well, apparently because it's the last holiday that you have before you have a, a child running around. But Oh, right. So it's a bit like, a, you know, like being on remand or <laughs> something like that. <laughs> getting ready getting ready for I the know, sentence. Just stay single and childless like me and you just can go on whatever moon. Yeah, that's right. Well, I'll just go on no yeah, yeah. Well, Smith. Well, he's in. He's in Greece. He is. He's doing it really tough in Mykonos <laughs> with his very tight. Oh, I'm not joking. The tightest shorts ever. He'd, he'd go down well in Mykonos, Chris. <laughs> Would he? Okay, we're still talking about shorts. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah, and of course he's over there with the lovely Sarah before they expect their first child together, which would be beautiful. I yes. can't imagine that child not having any good genes. Well, no all leggings. <laughs> didn't do the mirror all night, dad joke. Good, Come on, good. try the veal. Oh, God. Um, and of course Sasha has returned to his spiritual home of Canberra. 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 Is there a car show on or something down there? No, I think he's uh, a bit of work, to be totally honest. Yeah. I think he's uh, he's got a dinner with some work. Work colleagues and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> Dinner with work uh, colleagues. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, it's uh -huh, at a pub uh -huh, and there's uh -huh. beer. But yeah. we don't actually have beer for once. Both of us are driving, which is really sad. Yeah, we are. We are. <sighs> who are we? You know who we are? We're going to be bantering the whole way through the afternoon. That's We've right. got some football. Uh, Serena Williams, dummy spit. We spoke about it just yep. before she played the final last time because... As we always mention, the show goes live on Monday nights. If you're already listening this far in, you already know that. But rate, subscribe, and share our podcast. Get it out to your mates. Get around it. 45 minutes of just solid sporting banter. And don't forget, we're on Instagram. We at are. TSP Project. Project. Yeah, that's right, isn't it? At TSP Project. Yeah. Yeah. You get confused because you've No, no, no. It's not Project. It. It's Podcast at TSP. TSB podcast. I always get it wrong now. You know, I, I always, because always you changed it. Yourself. I always get it right, nice. and then I always get it wrong. But yeah. anyway, we're on Instagram, <laughs> and uh, yeah, just uh, make sure that you press that button to to like and follow. Absolutely, and other things going on, the Wallabies or the Wobblies, whatever you want to call them, versus Argentina, they're going to be playing. We'll chat a little bit about the ins and outs that are going on there. We are joined by, I, I always say I refuse to call them WAGs, they are rugby league widows. Yes, they are. <laughs> so we're chatting with uh, one of the greats uh, that we're both you and I have known for a really long time in Sonia Lewis. Uh, obviously, that's going to be the last game. Do you know I say obviously a lot, and I just caught myself doing it again? <laughs> well, we don't know, obviously, it could be. The, well, exactly, it's Luke, obvious. Obviously, Sonia Lewis is uh, the wonderful wife. You just said obviously. Obviously not. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> anyway, Sonia is the wonderful wife of Luke Lewis, and uh, he could be playing his last game. Obviously, oh no, 
no, no. Oh, oh no. You've, you've oh, cursed me. Oh, yeah. The game's going to be played tonight. Well, one of the games is going to be played tonight, obviously. Oh, did you do that on purpose? Yeah, I did that on purpose. Just wanted to see your oh, reaction. No. I thought you did it normally, and then you pulled this real shit head. Like, you know what? No, <laughs> that's that, my that normal yeah. head. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Sonia Lewis. Uh, comes on the show and we'll be uh, having a bit of a chat about uh, potentially Luke's last week, which is always a sad affair, mm. come to retirement, but he's give the game so much, hasn't he? Yeah. And absolutely. he's been such a stalwart for, for rugby league, uh, both internationally and, and for, the, for his state. And, and I'm really, we're both honoured that we can call him a very close friend, Renee, and I think he's a, an absolute champion. So it'll be great to see that insight from, from Sonia's perspective. Yeah, absolutely. And then obviously... <laughs> More, God, more uh, like not obviously because you guys don't know. It's not obvious that we're about to talk about <laughs> Josh Dugan. Um, obviously, oh, oh yes, this is brilliant. This is the brilliant. This is the this the is, obvious show. Yeah, the obvious show. This is obviously the sport project. This is actually killing me. Give you the hot tip. Um, a few things to talk about in rugby league. South dramas. Josh Dugan, I've already said that, the ins and outs of the Dragons and plenty more. So we'll whack that at the back end of the show, so don't go anywhere, sit with mm-hmm. us. But let's start. I got really excited about the foosball last week for um, a couple of reasons. Why? Oh, yeah, because of the Liverpool keeper. Yeah, but I was shattered during the week Apparently to find out Liverpool had released a statement saying it definitely wasn't him. Yeah, and well. now I'm not interested anymore. So we'll move on to the next topic. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah. And uh, if anyone can see that video, Jesus, uh, you got to have a look at the the tripod, basically. But we thought it was Liverpool keeper. What it's, it's we were told. Yeah, we was told and it was Liverpool. Someone keeper was meant to be researching it. Yeah, I, I didn't research it. No, I'm, I'm not going to no. lie. You blatantly came out, and it's quite funny because before the show, you were talking about the um, hypocrisy of journalists. Yes, oh, we'll get into happened? that. And what happened to you? Well, I wouldn't class myself as a journalist. But what did you do? I didn't research it. <laughs> but you came out and said it was a Liverpool Yeah, keeper keep without doing my research. Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm a journalist by any... I, I'm just an egg. So basically you know, just don't run off anything that we say on this show. It's just yeah. banter that I was, you can I was told. I was told by a reliable <laughs> source <laughs> that, it was, that it was Alison, the keeper of Liverpool, and with his baby's arm holding an apple. Yeah, something that would dead set make you faint. Uh, yeah, uh, I'd, well, you could choke a dozen donkeys on it anyway. <laughs> but, uh, well, that kind of explains, because I sat there and went, how can we be watching a video where there's a lot of uh, illicit drugs. materials yeah, and, and drugs heard, in there and he's still standing there? So yeah, true. we're Very just going to clear that up right now on the show, so we apologise. And uh, also, well done for whoever it is. Who? Whoever it is in the video. Oh, I know. I, I, I think he's my hero. I no, think he should play football. He's my hero. <laughs> But talking about football, and obviously talking about the English Premier League, Renee, there's not massive amounts of news coming out, but uh, Manchester United, you know, having not the best start to the season, and we've talked about it, Jose Mourinho, even he had a little bit of a tipple and fell over uh, whilst going to watch one of the games on the international break. But it's there's rumours out there that Zinedine Zidane is going to take over the mantle. Now, I, I spoke to someone who's close in the Manchester United stable, and they said, nah, it's a load of bull mud. Uh, he's there for all a very long time. What would it mean if he did? Well, I think Zinedine's a new age coach, and I think he, he could bring a lot of... Uh, 
uh, probably new formations and new strategies to the game, which the United have just lost. Manchester United at the moment are playing boring, boring soccer, and it's like the park in the bus. Uh, United is renowned for counter counter attack football. You know the 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 masters in attack, and we haven't seen that over the years. Now Zinedine was the uh, the manager of Real Madrid. Um, Basically, they turned around. He turned around and said, "Listen, if you get rid of these players, I'm leaving." And he did. So he's got integrity, and he's a man of his word. Uh, so I think I think it will be a, a great addition to, to Manchester United's in the Dean Zidane, but only time will tell. Mm, won't it just? That was enthralling. Thanks, Carlos. <laughs> oh, so bad. You know what? You'll get me into a game one day. Well, hopefully we will. Yeah. Well, Lord, just I think that needs to be the trick. That yeah. needs to be the team trip. Yes, we over to Manchester. Over. I'll yeah. sort it all out. Yeah, 100%. I've just sorted, actually, I've just sorted uh, two tickets for you, uh, for Smither on the 22nd. Oh, yeah, I did see him put out on social media he was looking for tickets, aka yeah. please give me some free ones and I'll tweet about it. Yeah, but we've got a friend who works in the marketing department and they just said, oh, as That'll long as do he does it. an interview for MUTV, then they'll, he'll sort it out and they'll, it'll be it'll be the bomb. So oh, yeah, that'll be up. amazing. Well, yeah, and, so and Chris sits up. here and bags it. Yeah, no. <laughs> Can we just crop it up, Joe? If you're listening to me right now, can we just please crop up everything that Chris has said to badmouth soccer, and then just send it over to them to play right before he gets interviewed? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> That'd be the best. And Chris, um, kind of found it funny that you're here because blah. Because <laughs> you hate the sport <laughs> in every conceivable. No, he does. He doesn't. He, he doesn't just, hate it. He just he doesn't find he finds it as it bo- exciting. He finds as it winks. boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> if if Winks could play football, what what that would be? Wouldn't it? Yeah, Wouldn't it? <laughs> for everything, really. Yeah. <laughs> In general. Um, we were sort of talking a little bit about the US Open uh, yeah. last round. And again, we, you know, we filmed it or recorded it on Saturday morning. So the girls hadn't played yet. But we sort of spoke about would Naomi Osaka be overwhelmed by going up against Serena Williams the second time? Or would the first time have given her enough ground to be able to go, you know what, I've got this in the bag, I'm comfortable. Yep. And what happened? She was comfortable. She was com- she played she played amazing, to be totally honest. Um and I think I think there's a little bit of school duggery going there. Mm-hmm. I think Serena had an opportunity to to upset the kind of the flow of the game. And whether it was tactics or not, whether whether Serena's spat was was planned, I I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think it was planned. Um, in what I've seen from it, uh, it was more the fact that she'd sworn um, she'd been given warnings during the game, um, and she warnings for what though? Warnings for she Is was getting coaching? coached. Yeah, coaching. So, so just let's explain that to the to, to the listeners. Obviously, so there's a players box, isn't there? Correct. Where the family and coaches sit. Mm. And, you're, and what we're saying is that he was giving her cues or... Yeah, so that it was hand cues from my understanding. Right. Um, which you're not allowed to do while the match is in play. There's not yeah. meant to be anything like that. Why not? Um, that's just the way it is. Even in athletics, I used to not be able to get coached by my high jump coach. We were not to be seen to be getting coached during competition. Mm. It was quite bizarre. I don't know why. Like, I don't think a coach would have been able to t- teach me how to jump by then. It was more just... Oh, jump another yeah. inch higher. Can you just jump higher? Yeah, yeah, yeah like, of course, yeah, coach. Sure. I Got mean. it. Um, sweet. I think it was more like, you know, they'd sort of try and remind you about your footing and this, that and the other. And, it, you know, once the game's in motion, it's sort of yeah. away you go, um, which you kind of find it quite surprising for tennis because you're out there for like five or six hours on your own sometimes. Yeah, so, that's right. 
Um, forgive me for not knowing in-depth knowledge of, of no, tennis no, no. and the coaching rules uh, for anyone listening that's sitting there going, you're a nine ball, Renee. This is the rules. Well, they <laughs> probably can get hold of us through our uh, Instagram page exactly. to give us some advice. Please, please come at us, Keyboard Warriors. I'd love that. But anyway, it, it went on. She got the final warning. Uh, she threw her tennis racket as well too, and she came out and said that one of the comments, um, she wouldn't have been had the game taken off her if she was a male. So she pulled the sexist card to one of the greatest or umpires. one of the best well-known umpires. Who's, is it Carlos Lopez, I think his name was? Is that correct? Uh, that's a really good question. Carlos, you should know that. <laughs> or just because his name is potentially Carlos. Uh, who have we got? I, I think it was Lopez, I think. Uh, and you're right. He is the, one of the most decorated umpires that, um, that so decorated that we can't even confirm. His well, name. we don't really know the umpires, do we? Really, Ramos. Is it Ramos? Yeah, Ramos is one of the, is tough and one of the best umpires in Sorry, the world. Lopez, he did what he Ramos. had to do in the match because she overstepped the limit. Right. Well, he's uh, there's a funny twist to this anyway. Mm. So, any continue. Like, well, she as an eight year old, I remember seeing a doco like the same week that it was on, and mm -hmm. said her favorite player was John McEnroe. And you cannot be serious, yeah, man. Exactly. So she's done a John McEnroe, which she has done before. Um, and, you know, she. I really think that Naomi had the, the match won from the beginning. She she had, was very strong in the first couple mm -hmm. of sets, and that's when Serena lost her marbles, so to speak. Um, and Serena wasn't able to turn around and come back. By that stage, she'd just gotten herself so rolled up, the headspace was unable to come back, and yeah. Asaka just finished the game off. Beautifully. Do you think this this is like a bit of a change in the guard now? Do you think you know you know Serena is gonna gonna eventually beat that Mar Margaret Court? I think he's twenty two Grand Slams or twenty seven, something like that. Anyway, I, I, I'm 22, not twenty two twenty seven, same same, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> but she only has to win one, doesn't she, to actually now, then take over the mantle? But yeah. It, it, this Osaka, she she was outstanding for the whole tournament. Like she was she was amazing from round one all the way through. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's already been talking about that that she's already signed the largest Japanese contra deal or sponsorship deal uh, in history. So. You know, can she get there, Serena? That's the question. Well, I think she's still got more left in the tank. I don't think we've seen the last of her yet. But I mean, you've got to remember she's just come back. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, she yeah. she almost died on the table while giving birth. She had an extremely complicated uh, complicated birth. Um, she's come back from that and back on the world stage. I think. Yeah. You know, I th I thought her behaviour was really really poor. Um, her reactions and yeah. whatnot. And the, the worst thing is, is because it was in front of an American crowd. The crowd started booing throughout the game. So Osaka's performance was completely overshadowed by the behaviour of yep. the American patrons that went. And then during the award ceremony, you almost couldn't hear uh, the communication that was coming out. That's how loud the boos were. And poor Osaka just burst into tears. Um, mm -hmm. And Serena's defence, she reached out and put her arm around her and, and you know, asked the crowd when she had a moment to speak if they could respect the fact that this was the, you know, the maiden uh, title for Osaka and she needed to enjoy this and... She was glad that everyone had come out rooting for her. However, mm. they they need to to be a little bit more supportive of it. Well, I I, I agree with that. And that's what I mean. There's such a a contrast in, isn't there? There's there's Serena who, who just I think went over the top, mm. and then and then there's that caring. This is like like the caring side of her when she's when she's caring. It's it's amazing to see, and mm. she she does do that. Uh, she is an a 
complete and utter, you know, athlete and elite athlete. And I think she's probably one of the best tennis players that's ever graced male or female mm. that's ever graced the court. But I think um, I think she was a little bit over the top there. And I, you know, I, I, it would have been nice for her to just uh, do a bit of an apology. But there's no, I don't. No, think well, she's any... demanding apology still from the umpire from oh, Ramos. She said she still yeah. she still deserves an apology. See, sometimes or you can be a little bit too big for your boots. I think sometimes. Absolutely, and good Nike boots they are. I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> hey, if she was hey, an Nike, ASIC, she'd be a lot Nike, better. Love Nike, send us, send us shoes. No, no, no. If you want no, ASICs, it will be way better. Especially for the amount of races you walk in. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. I do a lot of walking. <laughs> but I've still not got nothing of ASICs. Sweet baby Jesus. One day, one day. Dream Believer, Jave. Hey, another game that's coming up. Speaking of ASICs, they <sighs> sponsor these guys, the Wallabies. The Wallabies, the yes. The Wallabies, another big game of Raras up against Argentina this time. Um, huge news out of the Wallabies camp is no Michael Hooper. No, well, apparently he's had a uh, really bad uh, hamstring tear, which he, he he did in the Super Rugby season, uh, and he's still struggling with it. So uh, I think that's come back to haunt him. But this then what happens now, obviously, Polcock is, uh, has been named as the captain, and I think yeah, a very good deputy as he is. Um, it'd be a really interesting game. Like no Argentina are out of pushover, mm. uh, and they've proven that now. They're starting to, starting to come up in in in, in the rugby world. Uh, are they a challenge for the Wallabies? I think they'll they'll prove to be a bit spiky. Uh, I think the, the Wallabies will win it convincingly, but I still think that there'll be there'll be uh, phases in the game where where Argentina you know are on top, and it'll be really good to see what the character is. Yeah, well, the, uh, Hooper he sat a year a m- year oh, that's a long time um, a month out because he tore his hammy during the season, but he tweaked it in the game last week up in Brisbane. Mm-hmm. And laughed off suggestions that it was too bad that he wasn't going to be playing. And so it was this big surprise packet on Friday, yeah. like that, you know, it's announced that he wasn't coming through. Um, Checker obviously made the, the big call last week to sit Bernard Foley on the bench yeah. and start with Kirtley Bill. He's staying with that again. It obviously worked quite well. And yep. I think, you know, I don't speak for just myself. It's been really exciting to see Kirtley Bill hit form again um, and be back playing. He, he really seems to be making his mark back out on the pitch. I, I think he's I think he's been outstanding. Mm. And it's, it's actually proof in the pudding that, you know, go go back, think about your game, think about your weaknesses, and you can come back and be quite strong. And and, and I think um, I think Kirtley Bill's been amazing, to be totally honest. Mm. Um also, Israel Falau's back as well. So yeah. that's that's a, that's a major aerial threat. But he's gone and out into the wing. So he goes yes, out that's the right, wing, yeah. um, which he's, that's where he started his rugby league career, rugby union career. Yeah, he did before going to the fore. Mm. Listen, he, he's so he's so diverse. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that he'll go sniffing in the middle. Um, again, these days, wingers are additional fullbacks. Wingers. Wingers. Are they like wingers? Or? Winger. Winger. So <laughs> see that in Australian uh, terminology, wingers. it's one syllable, isn't it? Winger. No, wingers. I'm not sounding like winger. Winger. Doesn't even winger. sound like you're saying wingers. It's winger. Wingers. Winger. <laughs> the language is English. No, Australia. Does that, does that G just come out and punch you in the throat every nope, time you put it, says it in it? Winger. How do you say English? English. I want to find a word that's like. All right. G in the middle of it. I'm going to keep thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I, we haven't said, though? What? Obviously. Obviously what? <laughs> well, let's get our next guest on the phone. I want to speak. Speaking of Gs. Yes. She's not a W-A-J. No, she's a W-I-D-O-W. <laughs> let's find out exactly <laughs> what that means. I really can't spell. I'm dyslexic. 
Well, we have a special guest. We've spoken about it. I refuse to call them wags. They're more rugby league widows because they're left to look after the family while their husbands uh, are off gallivanting around being athletes. And uh, one woman who I've known for a long, long time and a good friend of yours too, Carlo, Sonia Lewis. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on. Do you, do you prefer that tag, the rugby league widow, over the top of the uh, the wag tag? Yes, I do. I do, guts, definitely. <laughs> you, uh, you've spent quite a few years in the in the rugby league paddocks, haven't you? Yeah, it has been a, a, a long time now. I actually mentioned was talking about it with a friend the other day, and I said I can still, um, you know, back in early um, two thousand and four, it feels like yesterday and a lifetime ago at the same time since I started dating Luke. Obviously, he debuted in two thousand and one. But uh, it's just flown. Mm. What, what, what's your earliest memory of, of uh, did he did he try and pick you up and say he was a rugby league player or no? We actually knew each no. We actually knew each other from about fourteen years old. We grew up in the same area, so yeah, that's how I came to to know Luke. From we were always in the street, anyways. But no, no, no. Um, yeah, no, he didn't drop any on the football <laughs> <Well>, tags <laughs> me. But I knew he he was playing at the time, yes. Yeah, I was going to say, he was probably just doing his uh, schoolboy stuff at that point. Uh, Sonia, great to have you on the show. But I, I just want to ask, obviously leading into such a big game and potentially, potentially could be his last. You know, what's what's the feeling been like around the house? How Does, does, he, does his uh, repertoire change leading into a game when it's so big? Um, look, he never changes. He's always pretty cool, calm and collected, as they like to say. But, um, look, this week, to be honest, he did say, um, you know, I've kind of had to embrace this week because who knows, it could be my last week of training ever. Um, it's a scary it thought, isn't it? Then. Yeah, it is. But yeah. in saying that, um, it's not going to be his last week of training. Fingers crossed. <laughs> you're like, you're uh, not getting a dad bod, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping we can go all the way again. Um, just like 2016, it'd be awesome. Oh, sorry, you were talking about the grand final, not the dad bod. My yeah, bad. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, grand, the grand final. I tell you what, I tell you what, he's uh, he's been he's been massive over the years, and obviously, I've uh, having a few quiet chats with him as well. He's um, you know, obviously the body's taken a lot longer to recover. So it was a really hard decision, yeah. you know, making the decision to, to retire. So, you know, I know one that he uh, hasn't taken lightly. Uh, but what what do you see him doing, obviously, when the retirement eventually does pop up? Do you see him uh, cutting the grass outside or, you know, doing the <laughs> pruning? Well, what's, it, what, what's he going to be doing? It, it, was a, it was definitely a hard decision and one that he didn't make overnight. Um, a lot of people aren't aware and Luke's slowly making it known now that he's actually developed rheumatoid arthritis over the last few years and um, he has an inject has to have an injection every fortnight obviously to get him out on the park. He wakes up in a lot of pain every morning and like every night he's in the bath in his magnesium salts. Um, but his doctor said, look, I can get you through another season or two, but it's up to you if you want to be able to run around with the kids later and not have to take these um, this medication that you're taking, which is pretty strong. Um, yeah, it's probably the best decision to, to stop this year. So that's that was kind of the make or break point for him. Um, but look, he has a lot of things in the pipeline. Um, he's already got his finger in a few pies now, and and the, and the last few years he's been doing a little bit like outside of rugby league. Mm -hmm. um, we're in a development, and he's really interested in that. Um, 
so yeah, hopefully, hopefully, um, he will be cutting the grass around the house a lot more, and um, yeah, helping me. Hopefully, I told him I can give him a schedule. It's something that he's not really used to. I'm sure you'd have plenty on the cards. I get to work with Luke as well too in the, in Media Land. He's already crossed over doing a fair bit of that with Sideline with uh, NRL Nation. But um, one of the other skills that not many people know about Sonia, and I don't know whether you can give us some insight, is he's also a magician. Oh, please. <laughs> he wishes. <laughs> he, he is pretty good at, um, yeah, he loves magic. Um, but, yeah, he, he knows a few tricks that he can do really well, but others are pretty awful, as you know, Renee. <laughs> yeah, yeah sure but he, hey, he's, a, he's a great... Back in, back in the blue camp a few years ago. <laughs> that was some of his best. He's a great magician, all right. Every time uh, Levi's napping needs change and he disappears. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Actually, yes. <laughs> Very, very true, Carla. You're on the money there. That's another one of the bad, bad jo- tricks that he does. <laughs> that, 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 and clay pigeon shooting. He was yeah, big he on loves actually. That. Yeah, he oh does yeah, love yeah. That. He still goes out and does that a lot. I think he's taking Carlo out yeah, um, yeah, we have when they both can get together to get out there. But yeah, he's pretty good um, on the old shot as well. Um, obviously, we're big animal advocates. He doesn't. Um, yeah, hunt animals or anything, just play targets. Yeah, I remember the boys uh, sliding out a couple of times in Origin Camp. There's a group of them that used to get taken to uh, clay shooting up in Coffs Harbour. Yeah, and Bo Scott. Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bo Scott, so, which was really good. But you guys do do a lot of stuff with the animals as well too. You're always out uh, with a wildlife sanctuary, is that right? I've just gone off the top yeah, of my head. Yeah, we're both. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's called Zambi Wildlife That's Retreat. It. They're Australia's only... Um, animal welfare establishment where they give like a forever home or retirement home if you like to call it to uh, retired zoo and circus animals so there's like 32 big cats there's a place for um, me yet then yes. <laughs> i could find my well, forever home carlo exactly i'll be straight in <laughs> Um, That's me, all right. They do do a great job there, and we've actually got um, an annual charity ball, which I started. um, This will be the fourth one this year. This year I've had to step back because I've um, had Levi now. It's a little bit difficult with the two kids, but that's one in October at the Star this year. And Cole Sanderlands is a really big supporter of it too, so it means a lot. We we do a lot with... um, cancer research as well, um, just whatever we can do to give back, really. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure, Luke, um, whenever that retirement does occur, he's, he's, not, he's always going to be busy, like, again, uh, what Renee just said. He's uh, amazing uh, in the media, and I think when Luke talks, everybody listens. He's, he's got the voice of reason. He's got years of experience. I, I thoroughly enjoy our, our conversations, and no doubt I'll be popping around to the house more often. Uh, you'll probably just you see... You cut the grass, you just, you just, You'll just see the sulphur egg just popping up. A coffee again, I Sonia! Be, I might be phoning Carlo and saying, listen, can you take him off my hands. 100%. <laughs> that was going to be my next comment. You're going to be wishing he's still back at training uh, with the boys. Oh, yeah, I'll be honestly, I would, I, essentially, I'd like him if he's able to stay in the game because it's all he's ever known and he mm, just yeah. lives and breathes it. He loves it. Um, he loves helping the younger guys coming through. So you never know what what can um, what the future holds really for him yeah i'm sure i'm sure he will do like i say in the media his voice is brilliant and profound and and, and people want to listen to him he's, he's done it all and and i for one i'm pretty glad that i think he, he's going at the right time in regards to his retirement and where he is his stature in the game i, w- I wouldn't have liked him to see uh, you know gone over to the super league and played a couple of years there i think he's doing what he's done is is the right decision and i think he's going to be absolutely uh, adored by many 
me when when he finally hangs up the boots. So uh, we wish you and all the family, you know, all the best, and uh, hopefully Thank we can you. we can keep this moving for another couple of weeks. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, fingers crossed. Um, yeah, hopefully you'll be there for the grand final like last year, Carlos. Yeah, well, I'll be on, I'll be on a boat again, but you won't be. Hopefully you won't be. I'll go to the opening of a letter. I'll tell you that now. Hey, and if Luke gets too hard for you, son, I'll just bring a bottle of wine over and the boys can look after themselves. Yeah, and the kids, hopefully. Exactly. They're old enough, right? (laughs) (laughs) Put Pepper the pig on and we're away we go. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you so much, Sonia. Really appreciate your time today. That's all right. Thanks, guys. Cheers, Sonia. All the best. Thank you. Bye. You can just tell why that that couple in general is so well loved in the NRL. Yeah, she she's an absolute diamond. Uh, I was saying that though. So is Luke. Yeah, I think they both suit each other. Uh, just amazing individuals. And when you say, "Oh, it's so funny," I love. I, I like. I go round to the house quite often with Ava. <laughs> I take my daughter, so my daughter plays with Hazel. Yeah, perfect. And we all sit down and have a coffee, and it's just so funny. They like to. They're like an old couple. <laughs> the old couple. They're, 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 <laughs> It's it just it's amazing to watch, and it just shows how how much of a bond they've got together, and uh, they've been to, together for such a long time. And uh, yeah, it's it's a very a very unusual time. I think it's going to be in the household with mm. coming to the end. I think he's going to be so busy though because of who he is. And again, I'll reiterate, I'm so glad that he made that decision because it would have been horrible for him to be lost in the Super League for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, and I don't think we would have really got the benefit of, of, of you know, his insight. And I think he's going to have a great, great career in media, definitely. Mm, absolutely. I already work with him in media land, so I think he's a great attribute to the club. But before we go more into the rugby league side of things, mm-hmm. there's, there is another sport. Well, there's a fair few time. other sports. Well, yeah, there's though, a couple. But, uh, when we talk about, when we go all the way to America and talk ice hockey, NFL, NBL. So let's talk AFL. Yeah, <laughs> AFL. Well, it's final time, isn't it? And we we World probably don't we, we probably don't mention it as much as as we should. No, an amazing game. I, I absolutely thoroughly enjoy AFL. We should have got great... Daisy back on here for this yeah, chat. Yeah, we should have. Maybe we team up for next week. Or, or the finals. Yeah, yeah. get him in here. Well, can we get him in here? I don't think Is he allowed in, in New South Wales <laughs> uh, without a team? Uh, well, well, we could try. We can do, but try. I think it'll be a phone call because I think he'll be going to the AFL. Yeah, right? he probably will do. We should get him when he's at a half court with a few beers into him. Yes. Yeah, that'll be fun. That's uh, but yeah, Collingwood played GWS. Now, I think this will be a great game. Collingwood have done more than anyone expected them to do to make the finals. But GWS, uh, they've been probably one of the best teams in the um, in the whole season in yeah <laughs> in, in the whole season but green i think his name's toby green mm. i only know, know his surname i'm not a great supporter just run with green him. and do it confidently okay yeah, yeah. green uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway i was watching take marks over the weekend and he, he's taking marks but what he does he leads with his foot so basically he's kicking people out of the way and catching the ball that's the only way i'd get up there do you know what <laughs> everyone's looking at the referee going he just kicked me if it was me, I would be grabbing that foot and I would be ripping it off. I don't understand why people are not knocking it out of the way. I don't know. Maybe we should ask them. It's the maddest thing. If you watch it, everybody you'll go, was kung fu fighting. Oh, he looks like it. But he's, you're actually going, oh, no, he didn't. He, he would do it once. He keeps on doing it. No one does anything. Knock the foot out of the way or just pull it. 
Yeah, okay. Do you want all the other things? Right, well, if you want Carlo uh, to help with your defence in the marks, then please call yeah, us. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good. I'll just elbow him right in the throat. <laughs> they were very impressive against the Swans so for the Giants to get through uh, that last game at the SCG because mm. Swans have taken out in the fourth quarter on both occasions uh, this yep. year. So it was a pretty... Um, humbling experience, I guess, for the Swans in that game because I just don't think they thought it was going to go so badly. But was Franklin, MCing, wasn't you? Yeah, I was MCing on the field, so yep. I was there for the whole lot and it just looked like a really discombobulated unit, the Swans. That is a word. Discombobulated. Wow. I've learned a new word today. I'm not joking. Scrabble. Let me write that down. Discombobulated. Discombobulated. Obviously. That's worth it. <laughs> I'm not joking. That's worth at least 32 oh, in the easily, Scrabble. Easily. Easily. Yeah. But it was Buddy Franklin, a groin injury, and was needled quite heavily throughout the week. Mm. And you could just tell as soon as he was out there, he's very, very stiff. And Genius. when you lose a player like that, I think that makes a significant difference to your side. So now we go into the finals with a with a few different teams in there than we thought. Yeah, and the next the the next game is Hawthorne versus the Melbourne Demons. Now it's been some time that the Melbourne Demons have been in finals. It has because I've got a lot of mates who are Demons fans, <laughs> and I've never seen them. It was like they got ex- like sharks. Yeah, the porch lights are about to get turned back on. Yeah, right? well, well, another Off, I should another say. another story for this as well is that back in the day. Uh, Hawthorne, they were they were trying the AFL were trying to merge Hawthorne and Melbourne Demons together, so you know uh, never mind the ner- merger. That's what the big the call is at the moment. But you know I think that's going to be an exciting game. Hawthorne obviously won a premiership on numerous occasions back to back when Buddy was there, uh, Josh Gibson uh, and so much. Uh, Richmond and West Coast are already through, so they're waiting to see who makes the finals. But very exciting time for the uh, for all the supporters of the AFL. Mm, very exciting times. I actually, I enjoy going to the games. I find it really still quite hard to watch on TV. That's my ignorance and well, there's so lack much of education. Running. That's what I mean. Like everything happens off the ball. There's well, so much running, but a lot of the stuff happens off the ball, and the cameras don't tend to cover that as much. Yeah, because it'd be you'd just be on a wide shot the entire time. Which well, that, would that's be right. Boring. That's right. But I, I, I'm with you on this. I, I really enjoy yeah. it. I've always wanted to play in one of them charity games. Uh, we should have got them involved. I actually, one of the games I MC for the Swans, one of them was a charity game. Oh, get me involved. Oh, next time. Next time. If I get callback next year. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. I, I've always wanted to have a I'll get all three of you boys. Actually, all of us, I'll put a microphone on and we'll just run around. And I'll oh, that'll be so much fun to go for. <laughs> yeah, that'll be funny. Sydney Swans, you've heard it here first. We want to come I'll play. definitely play. <laughs> I'm really up for it. So that's that's really interesting. So um, I'll, be, I'll be watching them games. Well, I, I'm with you. I think the whole entertainment... Uh, going down to the S, uh, the SCG has been brilliant. Like mm. they've got DJs happening. You know, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the kind of atmosphere. It, they've got karaoke on the big screen. Yep, Sweet Caroline gets Sweet Caroline. Out every I week. love it. <laughs> I keep trying. I'm like, can you please play horses? And they're like, no, Renee, sit down. Take your league attitude out. Well, of that did get, that, I'll be honest though. Uh, horses did get a real big play at Matt McCarthy's thirtieth. Yeah, the one uh, that I didn't. Sash was dancing on the tables. It was amazing. Very funny. <laughs> How different. Very funny. Very if funny. You followed any of the Instagram stories? You would have seen the boys getting absolutely loose up at uh, one of our really good friends Maddie's thirtieth in Toowoomba. Yeah, it was at good. the T Bar. Um, but let's move on to and finish. Strong with some rugby league chat. Unfortunately, there's been a, a a decent bombshell drop today. 
um, yeah. which is involving some South players. So mm-hmm. it's all still at allegation stage at the moment. So I don't really want to go into it too much. Uh, I don't want to give it too, no, much, too many legs, but I think we do need to touch on it. Um, a young girl has contacted some um, South players, according to what I've read, mm-hmm. um, in a social media forum. They've then engaged in a Facebook live video um, or a phone call or whatever you want to do, like the FaceTime, I guess. And during this time, she's claimed that uh, some players were exposing themselves during the chat in which she's taken some screenshots um, after telling them that she was highly offended and that they should stop. She took some screenshots and the next day she contacted South and sent the photos through email and sent in a complaint and said that some serious um, action needed to be taken by the club. The club said that they had taken this um, on very seriously and they, they would be doing something about it. Now, this was in May last year, so it was after the, their win that they had over in New Zealand at the start of the year. Um, now, for some reason or another, uh, South have said that she contacted again, um, but it was always on an anonymous email, so it wasn't on the same email. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, it's gone into a junk email folder. So it hasn't been seen by the club until uh, that it has now been released to the media months later. Yeah. Um, and that's when the NRL integration, um, in- integrity uh, has, Units, yeah, yeah. Yeah, integrity unit has kicked in as well as South's investigation. And um, they're delving right into it at the moment. They haven't named the players yet. Uh, though apparently there are some names flying around. Um, but obviously, it, you know, it's just a, another little dark moment and a time where South should be you know, flying high. Mm. Um, here we are talking about bad news in, in rugby league. Do we not think this is, uh, I, I, and again, I'm not, I'm not knocking the right or wrong part of this, uh, but it, uh, the timing's a little bit too good, isn't it, around around a really important uh, finals campaign. Mm. There is no good or bad time, I suppose, with yeah. an allegation of, of this uh, context. But again, um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know what to say. We, we got to be really careful because uh, we're very close to a lot of the people in ourselves. Uh, mm. But the, the fact of the matter is, if something's gone untoward that wasn't consented, then it shouldn't be done. Yeah. If it was consented and this girl now is going well, oh right, I can make a bit of money out of this. Then that's yeah. I, I, like, I don't be, really want to put that taint on it at the moment. I no, because we know. don't know. Yeah. We don't know. But I'm ju- I'm just playing both both sides of the yeah, story yeah, here. Advocate. Um, and I think uh, I think yeah, it's. It's it's something that we don't need to be talking in our game now. Again, to the players that probably do it or have done it, and the the question is, why would you do it? Mm. You know, uh, even still, like exactly. I mean, there's screenshots, so regardless, they've they've done it. Whether she's saying she's consented to it or not, yeah, of course, that's, they've got that's, the shots. Let's take that completely out of the picture. Yeah. The boys, they've got have the bloody shots. done it. Idiots. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they've got you know, the shots. Don't put your head in the photo. That's rule one hundred and one. Oh, well, it's not even that, though. Just don't do the photo. No, I'm, jo- I'm sorry. I'm yeah, don't put your... <laughs> uh, I'll probably agree with you. Yeah, just, just fuzz, fuzz oh, it out. And, and That's no, not me. Yeah. That's your tattoo. No, is yeah. it? No, it's not. No defining parts of your body on there. No birthmarks. Well, you'd know if it was George or Tom. Jeez. <laughs> it's like a baby's arm holding an apple. You could use it as know. a baseball bat. I do not want to know. I'm not joking. You'd be whacking them away with it. Work it off. <laughs> That's a really interesting phrase. <laughs> um, anyway, it, I mean, it's all going to be coming out in the wash in the next week, but I just find it, it's its its really sad because we both love and mm. work in the game so much. When things like this happen, you just there's so much disappointment that covers so many different areas uh, and yep. angles of this. 
I just, I just want to move on to that though. Like, obviously, this allegations come out now. We've both watched the the press conference with Anthony Seaborn. Mm. Quite, quite fiery at times. And I really love Anthony. I've known him for a long, long time. Um, longer, longer, time. long longer. time. I really have. In fact, I yeah, give it. We uh, we he was at one of our coaches for our junior teams back in the day when we was in Toowoomba. But he has come out and he said, "Listen, I'm not obligated to talk about it." Very smart man. Uh, Seebs and mm. he, I think he handled himself very very well at that, at that point but uh, how can this not have an effect on tomorrow he said oh listen we're professional coaches professional players the players that have been involved and know who they are mm. and therefore how can they turn around and say that they're going to be 100% committed on that, that thought process of, of what potentially could be a season ending game yeah well it's affecting all the players because I spoke to one of them today and, and was chatting about general stuff and mm. he's just like I just don't want to go outside. Like the media are everywhere, and you know we just we've just got to bunker down because we want to keep our mind on the game, and we can't actually leave without a thousand paparazzi taking photos. And this was one of the players that's not mm. in any way affiliated with what's going on. Just just asking that though, does it deserve the media scrum that it's got because it's an allegation? I think when you're looking at where the game's at now, particularly when we've come off the back of say the Bulldogs Mad Monday. Mm. The media are going to chum with a bit for any of this sort of stuff. Like it's, you know, it, uh, it, like it's, a, it's sort of a double-edged sword, I guess. So, you know, they love the game. They want to prop it up. But something like this is what's going to sell your papers and your headlines and, and what people want to find out. And an allegation like this is it's pretty, you know, it's pretty big. So they've, they've got to get the truth into it. So they're going to try and hunt down absolutely every avenue that they possibly can. And, and we're sitting here going, well, we don't know the truth. Mm-hmm. So we want to know the truth. Now, we want to know that, how are we going to get it? Because these journos are going to keep digging to get it. Yeah. So, it's, it's you know what I mean? Like, we, we sit there and we everyone does it. Like, I'm one who sits there and goes, leave them alone or do this, do that and the mm. other. But then on the other side of things, people will say to me, well, get the truth. Yeah. Get the truth. So, you've got to do it. But, I mean, there's a right the, the, There's a, the flip side to that as well with Josh Dugan. Now, Josh Dugan, yeah. you know, came out and was very emotional uh, in a press conference and do you know what? I'm not, I'll be quite honest. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Josh Dugan. I don't know him from a bar of soap, uh, but the way he portrays himself, not not been a really big fan. Now, again, again, I'm not, I'm not knocking. I just haven't met him. Sure. I'm just seeing what's yeah, per- no, no. perception. Yeah. Sometimes is, uh, you know, it, it could be reality for you if you don't know the person. And mm. I've always tried to keep an open mind. But again, you're always going to be swayed about what he's done and, and, and some choices that he's done his previous lives. But I'll tell you what, yeah, I, I take my hat off to him because the way he came across uh, couldn't be further for the truth of of, of the reality of um, our game at the moment. You know, he does. He has had some really hard spots uh, that everyone knows, you know, the drinking at Canberra, the getting sat from Canberra, but no one ever, ever knew the, the, some of the good stuff that he mentioned, like mm. obviously helping the, the charities, helping the kids uh, that are terminally ill. You well, know. I'll tell you another story that you won't know about Josh Dugan, and this was a big one for me that changed my opinion of him. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was fortunate enough to be working in the media department with New South Wales Rugby League. Um, when he sort of came back in and, and started playing, not the uh, camp where he disappeared to have a beer, um, which was their off day anyway. So I digress. Um, when he signed with St George, um, that was kind of, a, I guess, a saving grace. Mary had had a lot to do with him from Origin Camp yep. uh, as well as too, so they had quite a good relationship in there. Dugan asked off his own bat 
whether he would be able to go and present himself to the NYC and to the younger grades coming through to St George during what um, all of the introductory meetings have with some of the younger teams. They have a media training and they get taught about uh, the ins and outs of social media, bad things that can happen yeah, to yeah, players, yeah. social environments, how to react and whatnot. And, and Dukes went off his own bat and he said, I would really, really like an opportunity to stand in front of these young boys and speak from personal uh, experience. Yeah. Um, he goes, obviously, <laughs> there I go again saying obviously. Obviously. Um, one of my situations, which was a very famous photo that got put up with him and Josh Fer- uh, Blake Ferguson, um, during the media, in, like, I think they were in little robes and they sort of went on this random, random rampage on ruse with Bacardi breezes yeah, and all that right. sort of stuff. It. Yeah, if you all remember. Because I'm pretty sure some of those photos are going to be in the do not do this part of yeah. this, this chat. He goes, I would like to come in and say, do not do this. And this is what happened to me following that. Um, these were the ramifications that happened yeah. from me getting on the roof. Um, this is how I've changed myself and whatnot uh, from that. So as I said, he, he exposed himself to that on his own merit. He then went and did a, a mental health uh, first aid certificate. Yep. Um, and from that, he went and started working within uh, mental health landscapes. Uh, he's gone and done continual training, as mm-hmm. he mentioned, when he was breaking down in this interview. You know, I've done a lot of charity work with a sick kid, but I, I don't do it. And he has never done any of these things. None of these things have ever been reported. Mm. He's never done any of that to sort of sit there and wipe his slate clean. He's done it for his own personal growth. He's mm. basically sat there and gone, right, that's what everyone's perception of me is. My new chapter starts today. Yep. Anything that I do from here on in is what I do to make myself a better man. Yep. And he's done exactly that. But anything, anytime something comes up, instead of us going, wow, Dukes has been well and truly out of the headlines, he's played some great footy, uh, he's made some great marks on people around mm. him. Like, I mean, you made your opinion, which is an educated opinion of, of yeah. your time with him, but it's based off how many years ago? Oh yeah, Do you know definitely. What I mean? Yeah, of course, and so that's why we, I was we, saying we perception. This big blank. Yeah, like what? Why? Why do we go? Well, well for five well, years he hasn't done anything, but five years ago he was a dickhead on the yeah, road. Yeah, yeah. But Bacardi what I'm Breezer. saying is, what I'm saying is, during that big blank, he has done really good stuff that's never been reported. Yeah. So my perception could have changed hmm. during that time, and it just never did because yeah. I never knew. Uh, and this is why the whole point why I'm bringing that up is because I think. Journalists have to be accountable. They're accountable for the bad stuff, mm. but they've also got to be accountable for the good stuff, which I don't think they are. No, and I think it's completely unfair. And and and, and again, what we do in this podcast show is a little bit of a journalism, but it, it's not in your face, and it's not kind of shock jock. You know, we we say as it is, uh, and I'm not I'm not scared to be an honest person and admit that. That I think you know it, it really annoys me when all the the bad stuff come in, but. You know, equally annoys me when all the good stuff gets left out. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, they always say, you know, the good news doesn't sell newspapers. But why doesn't it? Because it just doesn't. People just want to know about the drama and the politics and the people's fall from grace. Do you know what? I'm more happy in reading a good news story than I am a sad story. Oh, well, there's plenty out. There's plenty of good stories around the sporting world, and I mean, we know a lot of them. So I I kind of, I I really do now. Newspapers. If I see someone dead, this, that, and the other, I just skip over it. Mm. Not that I don't want to know it. I don't want negativity in my life, so I don't want to read about negativity. I want positive. You know, you've got Chris and Sasha in your life. 
Well, that is the biggest cross I could ever carry, to be totally honest. And that's that was a good segue, that, because I think, yeah, again, we don't want to get too deep, but it, it really touched me emotionally when I seen Josh Dugan actually breaking down. Mm. And, and lo and behold, and again, not mentioning their names, but media managers got to step in there mm. and do and do their job and because they've them. got to protect these players, even though the, the big monsters on the field, they're, they're actually quite soft inside and... And we have to we have to protect them, and and, and I think I actually think the journalists in that didn't delve in too deep. I think they could understand there was a vulnerable man in front of them, and I think the journalists need to take a bit of the t- tip of the hat as well because they could have went in hard there, but they didn't. They just they eased up and pulled back. Yeah, well, rightly so. They'd gone in hard. I think I would have gone out after him. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know, mean that was a man that was it, well it was and a truly sad, broken. Not, it was a sad thing to see, to be totally honest, mm. but also a defining moment. I know. I wish. I wish Josh. You know, uh, gets back because he's not playing this week. No, so we he's not. Talk, I was say, so yeah, he's he's out of the game this week um, up against right. Penrith Panthers. Which is playing tonight. It's playing soon, Carlos. So when this comes out, we'll always know. We'll already know who's who's in the final. Uh, in the uh, major final. Do you want to have semis. a crack though and, and say where you reckon this one's going to lie? Yeah. Well, well, this one's a tough one, you know. Yeah. And, and I'll I'll tell you why. I think with Dugan being out, with Graham being out, I think the Panthers are going to win this. Purely because of James Maloney and his game management. Mm. I, I'm a massive fan of Jimmy. And to be honest, he wants to come on the show. So as soon as he's out the finals, we're going to get him. <laughs> it could be all the way to the grand final. I was going to say, yeah, we might, we might well, get him we'll in the offseason, which we'll game, be good fun. We'll actually do some specials where we'll do him leading, leading up to the grand final for years in. But he's he, he loves the show. and uh, But I just think he's such a really influenced a major influence in, in their game management and he, he is so good at it. Um, I think I, I think the Panthers will be too strong. Well, he, he had a lot of, um, a bit of a hard time coming after Origins camp. You could clearly see that he was a little bit burnt out. Um, yeah. You know, but he's definitely stepped back into form. I don't know whether it was the, the little gallon jab that happened uh, yeah, during the funny, week yeah. of saying it, but uh, I mean, Maloney, Basically, he summed it up the best. They said, oh, has Gallon gotten into your head with that comment? He goes, good luck. It's like Australia Wonderland up there. Like, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to get inside my head. I've been, He's I've been, one I've, of the best. I've had a few good drinks with Jimmy, and, uh, you know, every time I'm with him, it is hilarious. Yeah. You actually just think he's hilarious, like, when you see the antics he gets up to. But he's actually really funny. Yeah, he's um, great, and uh, yeah, he's a pleasure to be around. A great character of the game, and we need to we need to keep him. But but I just think the Panthers will win. Yeah. Okay. Well, and South Dragons. Uh, I think the biggest part of this, or biggest component of this game, is going to be who's going to be able to settle their aggression. I mean, we yeah. saw James Graham last week got so excited, he got his head in the wrong part of the tackle and knocked himself out on yeah. another player. And the likes of uh, Sam Burgess in the game against the Storm, you could just say like four errors crept into his game uh, that. He basically yeah. pushed on himself by, you know, exposing himself to to bad carries. He dropped the ball a couple of times, yeah, and then well, you just, watched his frustrations boil over when he almost got in the fight. Yeah, um, post one of those drop balls. Well, I think I think again that was very out of character for for Sam to panic in them situations. And yeah. uh, but again, uh, if South if South played a little bit different, they looked at the video and did that game differently. I think they, they, they were going to win it. Yeah. So it, it was a very close game. If they can bring the same game, I think I think they'll blow the dragons apart. But I, I was I was one of the only ones really that were jumping up and down saying, "Listen, I think the dragons will beat the Broncos." See, I that was the game where remember last week yeah. I sat there and I went, "I reckon this game is going to be the one where I'm going to be like, this isn't even a semi-final." I was so obnoxious. Yeah, no. <laughs> like South, they're like store up. Uh, I've just named every other team except them. I thought Broncos were going to absolutely tail them up. I, I, there was just, I don't know why, but I just thought Widdup coming back mm. into the fold, he, he takes the pressure away from Ben Hunt. Ben Hunt playing against the Broncos. 
I, I just knew, and I'm not joking, Tarek Sims was sensational. Yeah. Sensational in that game. And he had a real big point to prove. And I, I th- I, I'm so happy for the Dragons, because uh, especially for, for, for Mary McGregor, like he, he doesn't yeah. deserve the players. And James Graham actually addressed him and said, listen, I've never won a premiership ever. And I want to win one, you yep. know. So, I, I, fair play to him. He's come a long way from being the player who used to put 3,000 litres of Vass on the back of his thighs. Yeah, he did, didn't <laughs> he? All the time. But I love Jamet. Like, he's uh, he's just a great... Jam is a, an absolute great... Another great uh, character in the game. But he's very passionate about what he does. But out of the drag... Like, obviously, we're going to talk about Graham. He's been cleared to play. I want to talk about that just a little bit after. But Aiken's out. DeBellin's in, but he's been in the moon boot all week. Will he last? Mm. That's the question. Widdop obviously out, and he's out for about three months with a mm. with pin in his shoulder. Uh, Melbourne Storm and the Roosters are already free, as we know. South, do we know who's in and out for South? No, I think actually. they're pretty strong. I think they? I think they're as is. I don't think there's been any changes there. I could be completely wrong. I probably should have checked that beforehand. I love how you asked me a question. That you haven't researched. No, no, just, uh, just uh, yeah. I walk straight in from work. I haven't bloody read anything in the yeah, team list. I, I, so I was, bad. I was at the hairdressers. To be <laughs> honest, <laughs> it's like but you're no, like, no, I'm here from three. I, don't, I, I walk don't in think, the door straight from. No, I've not heard. Three. I've not heard anyone's out. That's why I was asking yeah. if you've heard anyone because no. I think South are pretty strong. To be totally honest, so it's um, like listen. I think Dragons have got it all to do. I think South will be very, very strong. Uh, I can see South actually winning this game, but I don't. I, I actually don't think it's going to be a big blowout. I think it's going to be closer than everyone thinks. Yeah, yeah. Well, what you wanted to talk about, James Graham. It was. I think we've gotten to the part where my prediction is going to be the person who wins the grand final is going to be one of the two teams that have sat this week out because the last couple of encounters over the last few weeks brutal. have been so so brutal. brutal. And you're watching. I spoke to GI during the week. Uh, I think it was on Saturday actually before the Swans game, and mm. I just said. Mate, how did you pull up after that game against the yeah, Storm? I went, you got po- like folded into yeah. a deck chair and he goes, I'm the sorest I've ever been. He goes, I can't even go to the Swannies game. I'm just, I've got ice everywhere. Yeah. He goes, I didn't yeah. get needled during the game, but I'm I'm in a lot of pain. And, yeah. then, and that's Greg. So, you know, imagine the other guys that they're on the team as oh, well Oh, the too, big lads as well, Paul, yeah. uh, Tom and George and yeah. Sam and, you know, Sutto and, you know, Jesus, uh, you know. And Such Graham, a brutal who game. knocked himself out against one of the players, and, and we're seeing him return to the field. So, you know, there's a obviously the rulings of six days between uh, coming off of the concussion ruling, and, yeah. the, and they've got to pass those tests and parameters as well too. But it's a scary thought to see a guy that went down and out for so long is playing and backing up a week later well, under all. I think there's a duty of care there, and what we talked about it off air, didn't we? I, I'd, I'd like to see a bit of a more of a strenuous test that's done, you know, before the day before you play. And if he doesn't pass that, it's an NRL standard, then you it's done independently and you, you just don't play. And whether that can be done at the ground, done by end of, the NRL doctors with a full checkup, I think it needs to go that way mm. because we're going to be looking at 20 years' time of uh, a class action of ex-players who are going to turn around and say, well, the duty you care wasn't there by the league. Uh, the same in the NFL. So... Um, um, he's had some serious concussions, Jimmy, and uh, though he's a tough, very tough individual, you want him to see how his days, uh, you know, as as a uh, a very uh, uh, as a very conscious person, rather than being punch drunk and, and not knowing what's going on. Uh, did you happen to watch any of the women's games? 
on the weekend. No, I didn't actually. But and I was, wow, I was searching everywhere <laughs> for the results in regards to the papers, and and I could mate. Oh right, all right. Well, go on on the Here app. One. Well, uh, both the Broncos and the Warriors got wins on the weekend, so yep. leaving uh, Roosters and Dragons on the bottom of the table. But they're all playing again this round, so Dragons and Warriors uh, are on for round two, um, and obviously. Broncos are now 14-0 up on the Roosters. Uh, they're going into the second half now, and the Dragons are taking on the Warriors tomorrow night at 5.10 p.m. Now, <laughs> I put a post up on my Twitter. I was just like, if anyone says that they do not like women's rugby league, they need to unfollow me. And this bloke wrote back, and he goes, I thought it was as boring as watching paint dry. So if you see any walls with paint fresh yeah. on it, if we could just let him know and notify him. He's an idiot. Him. I don't know who he is, but he's an idiot. Oh, my God. Just some of the most amazing hits during that the skill level is sensational. Isabel Kelly was one woman that's completely stood out. She's been quite phenomenal during the mm. during the um, Gillaroo's campaigns, but she was putting some huge hits on during that game. Karina yeah. Brown's another one. She plays for the Broncos. She literally broke her jaw at the end of the season in representative yeah. and had an operation and came back the week before they started training and playing and, and she's out in the field carving Tough. them up. So Well, Steph Hancock's playing for Brisbane as yeah. well, Steph. Oh, she is a weapon. Yeah, she is a weapon, Steph. Actually, she'd be good value Daughter to get of, on the uh, show. of Rowan Hancock. Yeah, she'd be great value to get on. She can absolutely hit Well, is Joel Barrett, I think Joel Barrett, is Joel Barrett. Jo- yeah, she's still up there. So is she's she working playing? within the game. She's oh, not she's playing, not playing. anymore. No. She's, uh, do you know what? I'd love to get Joe on. Uh, she's... Um, an amazing young woman and, and, and done so much for rugby league, both in the male and female, and, and the development of the game. So, yeah, we'll have to – I've got Joe's numbers knocking around well, somewhere. She's, she's the only downside is she's a Queenslander. <laughs> well, her, her, her uncle was actually my boss at the Queensland Rugby League. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. Insular Peninsula. Johnny Barrett, he's uh, JB was an amazing. Well, he still is an amazing man, but he's just uh, we we got on so well. All right, well, we've called out a couple of players that we should get on because uh, you know they're going to be finishing on grand final. It's only four rounds for those girls, so. Yeah. But it's exciting to see the competition growing, and and it's exciting to get another episode away with you, Carlo. Oh, well, do you know what? We thought it was going to be a little bit flat about the two boys, but I, do you know what? Sodom. I thought we were. I think it was hilarious. better than any other time. Yeah, I think it was really funny. I, in fact, you were funnier. Anyway, oh, obviously, really funny. <laughs> and if you can, you can tell us how many times that Renee has said "obviously" <laughs> in this uh, episode, it would be amazing. Don't yeah. forget, follow us on the TSB podcast. <laughs> okay, on Instagram, we've got our Facebook page. Um, if you've got any questions, it'd be great to hear from you. Just uh, yeah, tell us, give us a bit of feedback. What do you want to hear? What do you want to see? And, and don't forget. But I know you've already got this far in, so you're already listening to it. Mm. But if you do like the uh, the sport project, you need to do what, Carlo? Oh, I'll get subscribe. It. Subscribe, Sorry, right? I was, and share with your friends. I thought you were taking a picture. Yay! Yeah, subscribe it. Still Definitely get it out there. There's loads of people who subscribe, but again, there's no point in subscribing if you're not going to listen. So make sure you have a listen. Shut up. Shut it. That's the first time it's been said. Thanks, should we, guys. Should we? Should we, we, should we, we should see if we can get all the sash. Should we just see if we can get hold of him for a buzz and yeah, just tell him not? to shut up? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I'll, I'll try and do it into the mic. Here we go. Here we go. It's ringing. Do you reckon it's we can It's ringing. Get... Ringing. Ringing. Carlos. Hey, Sasha. Yes. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> and then I hung up. Yeah, I'm mad. <laughs> then you hung mad. up. We'll go riding on the horses. horses. Yeah, yeah. Right. Good night. God bless. Love you all. <laughs>